This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. I got Nerev Shabbos, hope everyone is well. This week's parish, we read about a very difficult story. We read the story of the Ben Sayyidur Amariah, this out of control young child. Chazal tell us he's only three months after his bar mitzvah. That's how quickly, and that's the only time he could be called a Ben Sayyidur He just became bar mitzvah, just finished counting all his bar mitzvah money and gifts. And he's already living a lifestyle that Chazal tell us is a sign that he's destined for a very, very sad ending. And therefore, Chazal tell us that we kill the Ben Sayyidur based on what we're going to see in the future. It's a very difficult story to read and for us to comprehend and for us to understand. The Gemara tells us in Masechah Sanhedrin that the, there is never ever a Ben Sarah It never existed. It never will exist. So why does the Torah write it? So the answer is there's much from us for us to glean and to learn from this story. And that's why the Torah wrote it. Not for its practical ramification, but for its takeaway. It's Musr. It's lessons that we all can take from the story of the Ben Sayyidur Amayur. And there are many messages for all of us to take away from the Ben Sayyidur Amayur. Many of them are related to Chinuch, how to raise and how to be the best parent or grandparent or even great-grandparent or neighbor or friend that we can be to children, the best educator that we can be. Many messages relate to Chinuch. One of the most glaring messages is brought out by the great Reb Chaim Kanievsky. And he points out that Torah tells us that the Ben Sayyidur is considered guilty of his crimes because he does not listen he does not listen to what his mother has to say and he does not listen to what his father has to say. Says A child can only be blamed, can only be labeled the Ben Sayyidur when he gets the exact same message from both his father and his mother. The Gemara says the voices have to be the same which practically means they have to sound the same which is very difficult for a man and a woman to sound the same. But says means that they're saying the same message. If a child grows up in a home where the messages are equal from mom and dad, the rights and the wrongs and the do's and the don'ts are both repeated by the mother and the father, then the Torah says he's a Ben Sayyidur However, it says Chaim Kanievsky, but if the messages are mixed, mom says this activity is okay and dad says this activity is not okay. Dad says you can't do this, mom says you could do this, vice versa. There are mixed messages on what the value of this home is. Says Chaim Kanievsky, it's no surprise that a child like that will grow up very confused. And this is such an essential lesson for Chinuch. We have to be making sure that the messages that we're giving our children are all on the same page. Mother and father are on the same page. We agree. doesn't mean we agree on every detail and every nuance, but overall the message that we're giving over to our, to our children is the same. They're equal. It's kol aviv uvikol imoy. Mom and dad's voice, mom and dad's message, mom and dad's ideology is shared by mom and dad and therefore the child should be able to comprehend it. However, says Reb Chaim Kanevsky, if at any moment the messages get mixed and get confused, children will not be held accountable for the mis- misbehavior. This is so important, it's such an achrai, such responsibility for parents to make sure that the messages they're giving over to their children are equal and the same. But Reb Kala takes it a step further. Reb Kala explains to us that the Ben Sayyidur is not just someone who's destined to live a life that is against the Torah value. He becomes an habitual sinner. There, we spoke about this many times. There's a difference between someone who sins and a sinner. We like to consider ourselves not sinners, but sometimes we sin. And therefore, we slip up. 
But a Ben Sairimayr is destined to be someone who is a ritual sinner. That's who he is. That's his makeup. That's what he's all about. And when a person's entire makeup is about sinning, he doesn't stand a chance. And that's such an important message as we get closer to the Yom Adarayim, get closer to Rosh Hashanah. We have to ask ourselves, are we habitual sinners? Do we live to sin? Or sometimes we accidentally slip up and we sin. Are we sinners? Or sometimes we sin. And I think in some areas of, of, of life, we fall into the trap of sinners. We even give up trying to improve. When it comes to Lush and Hara, we don't even try to fight it. We don't even think twice about what we're saying. It's just so habitual. It's who we are. And the Torah is teaching us in this week's parasha, that is a recipe for disaster. For a person to say, this is just what I am, this is my behavior, this is the way I was made, this is the way I, I, I run, this is the way I roll. None of those are acceptable excuses. We need to make sure that we know what we are, and we slip, we make mistakes, but that's not who we are. The Ben Sayyid Ramar is labeled, he's defined as a sinner forever and ever. We don't want to be defined as a sinner. Perhaps we sin, but we don't want to be defined as sinners. But Yaakov Galinsky makes a very, very strong point over here that is so relevant. He points out, Chazal tell us that the Ben Seir and is often a, a, a product from a marriage of Yifas Toyah. What's a Yifas Toyah? A man, a Jewish man goes to war in the middle of the war. He decides, he decides he has a desire for a non-Jewish woman. He takes her for a wife. And from that marriage produces a Ben Seir and says, Yankel Galinsky, can you imagine when this soldier brings home his wife, his nice non-Jewish wife to his parents? you think his parents are happy? you think his parents were excited about that Shidduch? And he did it anyways, because he did what he wanted. Said to Yankel Galinsky, is there any surprise that if a parent did what he did to his parents, that the Ben Sayyid Amar is going to listen to his parents? What goes around comes around. Says to Yankel Galinsky, children are a product of their environment. If a child grows up and sees that my parents don't listen to their parents, meaning the grandparents, so why do I have to listen to my parents? And therefore, said Rabbi Yaakov Galinsky, that's why from a product like a, a Yifas Toya, where the parents of the soldier were not thrilled with the Shira. They did not want this. And the kid said, I don't care what my parents are, so I'm going to do what I want. So the Ben Sayyid Ramayur is the son of, that, of those parents. He says the same thing. It's such an important lesson in life. We want our children to behave a certain way. We need to be the leading example. If we want them to behave that way, we need to behave that way. If we want our children to respect us when we get older, we need to respect our parents when we're older. Because everything our children see growing up is what they're going to do later on. And therefore, if we set a certain standard, a tone, a, a, a certain way of living, then they will follow as well. But if they see us not behaving that way, if they see that we don't treat them that way, we don't listen to our parents. Like the, like the soldier who married the Fastar, he did what he wanted. There's no surprise that the children of such a marriage are going to do what they want and they're going to be a Ben Seir and Meir. But perhaps the last most important message to take away from the Yifaz Toya points out of Moshe Wolfson is the Gemara tells us the Yifaz Toya, I'm sorry, from the Ben Seir and Meir, says Moshe Wolfson, the Gemara tells us that the story of the Ben Seir and Meir never happened and never will happen. Why, says Moshe Wolfson? Because we never give up on a Jewish soul. A Jew is never too far gone. We don't believe in that. Every Jew can come back no matter how much trouble he's been into. No matter how many Averis he's did. No matter what path he seems to be on. We don't believe in deciding for destiny to be this way. Everyone and anyone can change their reality. David says, Ramesha Wolfson, we read this story right now. In preparation for Rosh Hashanah, people say to themselves, I'm so far gone. I've done so many sins. I'm so distant from Hashem, I can never come back. Says the Torah, No. 
You see that Ben Sarimayra? He looks like he's forgotten. He looks like he's lost. No, because no one is ever lost. We can always come back. There's always room for tshuva. So as we read this week's parish of the Ben Sarimayra, yes, it never happened. Yes, it never will happen. But there is so much to learn from it. We need to learn that we have to make sure we're giving our children messages that are not confusing or mixed. We need to make sure we don't become habitual sinners. We need to realize that what comes around goes around. The way we're going to treat our parents or our grandparents is going to be the way our children are going to do the same. And lastly, Moshe Wolfson told us that we have to realize we're never too far gone. A yid can always make an unbelievable comeback, a turnaround. He can get closer to the Kodesh Baruch Hu as we work during these days to find avenues, to find ways to connect to our Kodesh Baruch Hu. Let's use the Ben Sayer and Meira as our example of well, no matter how far we've swayed from HaKadosh Baruch, how far we strayed from HaKadosh Baruch, we can always come back, we can always build a healthy relationship. And Mitzvah Hashem, as we read this parasha, let's keep this in mind, as we work our way towards Chayi through Chayi towards Rosh Hashanah, HaKadosh Baruch should see we're trying, HaKadosh Baruch should see we want to improve, we want to take the lessons in Mitzvah Hashem, He should help us, and should give us the ability to live the lifestyle that will make Him proud, that will make our grandparents proud, our parents proud, our children proud, and be an ultimate nachas for all of Klai, so have a wonderful Shabbos.